T to classify yes, as three letters. Cause our history guys, we got Eric, Ellie, who else? We got Brian, listen every time, you know it's gonna be some drive. Everybody certified, it's pocket rock, ain't tell no lies. You really my lose your mind, can only put this in your time. Welcome back to the Commanders Declassified Podcast, your home for all things Washington Commanders. Listen up. It's a big day if you are a fan of the Washington Commanders. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say monumental. But before we get into the reasons why, I want you to take a second, subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. Hit that button. If you are listening to us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and click for notifications. That is very important. So, you know, as soon as we drop content, we want to give a shout out to our guy, Eric. He is under the weather tonight or he's at a bar somewhere or maybe a pub. If you're fancy celebrating what we're going to talk about tonight. But we do have Brian. Brian, how are you, man? Oh, I'm doing really well now that uh, we got that uh, good news that Terry's here. I'm doing much better. Absolutely. Absolutely. There was a lot of concern throughout the Commander's universe. Um, But if you didn't get what Brian was saying, Terry McLaurin is now locked in through 2025 Mm. with a brand new deal. It's three years, upwards of 70 plus million dollars. He is our guy. He is our number one wide receiver for the foreseeable future. Man, it feels good to have this out of the way because it means training camp is coming with knock on wood, no distractions. It's ball in time. But, Brian, let's start with this. How concerned were you as the weeks kind of dragged on uh, that this wasn't going to get done? I started to get a little bit concerned. If we were doing a one to 10 type scale, uh, I was at about a six. Uh, and uh, the longer it uh, started to drag out, the more I started to think, you know, could could they screw this up? Is this possible? Um, it, you know, and again, we, we had seen the reporting that uh, they had been um, saving funds for this extension, right? They had been planning for this deal. Uh, so it was a little weird that uh, the deal wasn't done. I mean, it's not like we didn't know what Terry was or the coaching staff didn't know what he is. They they knew how important he is. And and Terry, for us, one of those players who his value goes beyond the field as well, too. He's good. Uh, he's a good guy in the locker room. He's a leader. He's a good guy in the community as well. He is literally a face of the franchise type player. So hurry up and get this deal done. So was starting to get a little bit uh, worried about it, but this um, is perfect. They got it in time before training camp before it even got into uh you know a much bigger issue and just like you said now they can just focus on football get terry in there with Jahan dodson with carson wentz get some type of um chemistry going with those guys and let's build this thing and let's have a let's go have a season here in 2022. yeah and for me i wasn't necessarily concerned it wasn't going to get done i was just concerned of, about how ugly it would get until it was completed and i think what you saw was you know this had a chance to get ugly because terry has done everything that he could for this franchise while they didn't exactly surround him with a uh, talented cast but uh it's 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 a reflection of the class act that terry mclaurin is in this town that you know he kind of sat quiet he didn't get on twitter he didn't delete the the profile like we talked about a couple of weeks ago right he didn't wash his profile of commander stuff he just kept it he kept it funky man he kept it moving yeah. and he 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 did what he needed to do his agent got it done 
Um, so shout out to both he and his agent. They are both much, much richer today. Um, in terms of the deal itself, uh, let's see. Terry got a total guarantee of $53.154 million. That's a good number there. It's a little yeah. less than the A.J. Brown number, which I want to talk to you about in a minute. But um, fully guaranteed at signing was $34.6 million. Now, that's a number we got to talk about. And then he gets another $12.5 million guaranteed in the March of 2023. Uh, signing bonus was $28 million. That is the most all-time for wide receivers. So they did set the market in one aspect, and that's in your, your signing bonus there. And then he gets uh, a roster bonus at the uh, start of each league year, 250,000 escalators each year, except for the last year based on Pro Bowl 9. So we know Terry don't get a lot of love nationally in terms of Pro Bowls, but every Pro Bowl he makes, he gets an extra 250K in his pocket. So uh, certainly some good incentives there. I think, you know, from a fan perspective, what we really need to care about is how the money breaks down every year throughout the deal, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the, the the extension, I don't believe, really kicks in until 2023. So when you look at it, it's really a two-year deal, right, on the back end of his current year that he has under his rookie contract. Um, and that keeps him here, like I said, till 2025. Uh, but I like the deal. I, and, and Brian, part of me wonders um, – if the if the hangup wasn't over the number of years of player yes. control, you know what I mean? Because yeah. numerically, the numbers aren't such that you think they would haggle a lot about these numbers. These numbers are not top of the market wide receiver numbers, financially speaking. But do you agree with that idea that this is probably an issue of the years? Oh, absolutely. You're seeing uh, players now take shorter deals, um, some more guaranteed money on those deals. But that's because uh, TV revenue is going up. The salary cap goes up every year. And these players are looking to maximize um, their earnings by getting some of these shorter deals and then going back and renegotiating uh, another extension and getting uh, multiple deals. Uh, I think the, the the era of that big five, six, seven year uh, type contract in the NFL has probably come to an end. You, you may see a guy here or there get some of those, but those are those are more favorable for the team, not necessarily the, the players. So I think that's absolutely what it is. And for Terry, who is a little bit older than some of the other receivers um, who had been getting uh, extensions, I think for him, he's probably thinking, hey, I need to be able to cash uh, in before, you know, kind of my prime is over multiple times. And I think, um, you know, the three years was probably a big sticking point for him and uh, the team probably wanted more years. Uh, so that may have, uh, I think you're absolutely right. I think that probably was where the, uh, the rub was. Yeah. And, and to be clear why the team would want more years so they can spread out the cap hit over the full number of years on the contract. Right. And then you can backload it with money that they'll never get because you can cut them. Um, the one thing that I think from a player perspective shocks me about this deal is that there isn't more uh, guaranteed money there for a shorter deal. So A.J. Brown had, what, a four-year deal, about $100 million plus. Yeah. Terry got a three-year deal, whatever. But you saw Kirk Cousins sign a three-year deal, fully guaranteed. Deshaun Watson just did, what, a five-year deal, five- yeah. or six-year deal, basically fully guaranteed. Um, not to say that the number's not great for Terry. It absolutely is. I just would wonder, you know, what the conversation was around the, the long-term guarantees and the, the contract. But from the team perspective, and, and put yourself in the shoes of the team, how are you feeling about this contract? 
Oh, if, uh, if I'm Ron Rivera uh, in his uh, front office, Rob Rogers, uh, this is a celebration. This is a big win. Uh, you didn't break the bank uh, or, you know, overpay, even though I think uh, even if you overpay, it still would have been a good deal because next year, right, the, the cap goes up, more guys get signed. That contract, uh, you know, now gets pushed down the list, uh, so to speak. So uh, I think from Rivera's uh, standpoint, he gets a great guy, great player in-house signed and everybody's happy the the team feels like they got a good deal the player feels like he got a good deal so everybody's happy you know very similar kind of vibe to this uh, uh as the jonathan allen contract last year um you know good money for jonathan allen good uh money for the team and uh you know hopefully we get uh, a similar year out of terry that uh, like jonathan had and he's super productive and uh, you know has a really great year yeah yeah, and, and I think from a team perspective, it, it keeps so much cap flexibility because though we don't have the full breakdown of the contract, if he's getting $28 million at, at signing, right, then that tells you the majority of the guarantees are paid or at least 50% or close to it of the guarantees are paid up front. And then you have uh, a couple years and you could subtract the numbers from the $71 million, but it's a, it's, a, it's a friendly enough deal that gives them some flexibility in terms of roster management going forward over the next few years. Um, so as, as you're right, man, as a team, I am very happy that we we're able to do this. I'm very happy that we did it under 25 million, which I think a lot of people, including myself, thought that would be the benchmark because that's where the other receivers were coming into play. Uh, so I'm very, very, very happy about that. And, and kudos to our front office for getting that deal done. Something that I can't I, I don't want to understate is that we don't have enough players coming back on second contracts with this organization, uh, especially prior to Ron getting here. Now we are starting to make a habit of it, at least with some players, with Jonathan Allen, second contract. Now Terry, second contract. So we are building a culture of players coming back on second deals, oh, which for the longest add, time. You got to add in there his first, uh, Rivera's first one that he uh, he did, uh, which you know some people forget, it was Chase Roulier. He gave him that extension uh, early on in uh, his tenure, so that was uh, that was one of those uh, first big ones. So yeah, those three guys already extended under uh, under Rivera. Yeah. So that, no, you're right. And 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 before Rivera, there was basically none of that. I mean, we go to war with players and then not get them anyway. Like you know the you know, and I know the Trent Williams sort of fell apart finally in the first year of Rivera, but that happened well before Rivera got here. But those problems started. So, um, shout out to the whole front office for build, starting to build that culture that I think we need to really sustain ourselves long term. Um, from Terry's perspective and Terry's agent perspective, you're also feeling good about this deal, no? Oh, I think you have to. Terry's a third round pick. Like some of those other guys, uh, like AJ Brown. Those guys are first round uh, players, so they already had a big contract coming in. So they maybe could have caused a little bit more noise in negotiations to uh, to hold out to get more money, those types of things. Because, again, they did have a much larger rookie contract than Terry, a third round pick. So this is this is the first kind of big money contract that uh, that Terry uh, has gotten. So uh, it, and also every all, all the reporting that uh, we've seen about Terry is that he likes it here, you know. Which you know, it, it, you know, may seem odd to some people, given kind of the chaos that the team has been in, and also kind of the quarterback position, how unstable it's been with so many different guys throwing him passes. But he's really 
um, you know, like the team, the community, the fans love him. I love him. Uh, it's Eric's favorite player. So, uh, you know, this was uh, this is a great uh, win for Terry as well. He gets a big money contract. Um, he's solidified as the uh, the number one receiving option on this team, um, you know, at least in terms of, uh, you know, the contract and the, the kind of the status that brings with it. But he's a captain. He's a leader. And uh, he's at a place where he clearly wanted to be. Otherwise, he, uh, you know, he would have played hardball and uh, uh, we would have seen him leave after this year. So uh, it's great for him. He's here and uh, we'll be seeing him catch a bunch of passes here soon. Yeah, I, I'm with you 100 percent, man. I, you know, they if if I'm the uh, the NFLPA or maybe other agents like Debo Samuel's agent or DK Metcalf's agent, maybe I don't love the deal so much. Yeah. But you know what? They're not commanders, so I don't care about those guys. I don't care about their <laughs> feelings. You know, but they say sorry about your feelings. You know, yeah. but yeah. It, it it's a it's a deal that it clearly Terry felt comfortable with because he signed it before camp. He didn't hold out of of training camp or anything like that. Right? They went to the table. They got the deal done. I think everybody's extremely happy with this. I'm sure Terry's out celebrating. So yeah. everybody relax. It's a great deal. Um, and, and I think it puts Terry in position. And you sent this to me earlier, and I want to talk about this, right? So uh, wide receiver deals this offseason. Devontae Adams, five years, $142 million. He's in a different class, but that's oh, big yeah. money to go to no. Oakland. Tyreek Hill, four years, $120 million. Again, He's in a little bit of a different class. He's kind of, you know, that's, to me, is paying for what he's done. Maybe not necessarily what he's going to do uh, right. in Miami, but, you know, that's that's a huge deal he's earned. A.J. Brown, <laughs> we could talk about. He's been good. He's been great, but he's probably closer to that Terry range. He got four years, $100 million. The Eagles were desperate. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, Stephon Diggs, four years, $96 million. Cooper Cup, three years, $80.1 million. Uh, Terry McLaurin, three years, $71 million. DJ Moore, three years, $61 million. Mike Williams and Chris Godwin, three years, $60 million. So um, I think from a slot perspective, like you and I discussed earlier today, I think Terry's in the right place financially, right? Um, yeah. A.J. Brown's the anomaly that probably doesn't belong up there. Uh, but Ter Terry landed where he's supposed to land, right? Oh, yeah. I think if you look at that list, um, you know, he's right behind um, Cooper Cup, just ahead of DJ Moore. I think that's that's really, uh, you know, where he should be. Yeah. Just like you mentioned, A.J. Brown's a little bit uh, of the anomaly. Uh, the Eagles probably did overpay him. Well, no, they certainly did overpay Um you know, based on how much they uh, they wanted to get the deal done, but um, and and the Mike Williams and Chris Godwin, I think, is more so. You know, they those two guys probably could have gotten more if they were on separate teams, but because they're on the same team, and I think uh, you know, with Brady, um, you know, they previously had Gronk, who just uh, retired now, but uh, I think that's more so just about kind of keeping all those weapons around uh, Brady. So they probably took a little bit less to make that happen, but I think he's right exactly where he's supposed to be money wise. And again, I just I, th I think it's great uh, for him. It's great for the team. But I think, you know, uh, something that's understated that probably should be mentioned more. It's really important that a Jonathan Allen and a Terry McLaurin want to be here um, because, you know, there hasn't been much success here. There's been lots of turmoil, uh, whether it's on the field or off the field um, to have two young guys 
who are performers, right? Jonathan Allen has performed. Terry has performed that they want to be here. Uh, that's really an important thing for the guys that we're drafting, the guys who are, you know, the Jamin Davises, the Antonio Gibsons to see that, hey, those guys want to be here. There's some of the better players in the league. You know, when it's their turn, you know, they they want to be here as well, too. They or other free agents want to come and play with them. So I just wanted to uh, to kind of highlight that. That's that's an important thing that these types of players, really good players, want to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one quick note, Mike Williams was a guy that re-signed with the Chargers. Uh, Mike Evans is who you were thinking about in Tampa. Oh, Bay. yes. Yeah, still, You're right. 20 million, 20 million is what he got. Um, McLaurin's the seventh highest paid receiver this year in the NFL based on his deal. So, um, the, you know, from a contract perspective, I think he was fifth highest overall uh, of the deals given this offseason. But total receiver salaries for this year, he's seventh highest. Uh, I'll give you the top 10 list uh, from 10 to 1. 10 is Mike Williams, who we were just talking about. Uh, get this. Uh, Amari Cooper is there as well. Chris Godwin is there. So those three are kind of that bunch. But you know who's number nine? The other Chargers receiver, Keenan Allen. They have $40 million in their top two receivers in one year of salary. But wow. that's what happens when you have a quarterback on a rookie contract, right? You can do a yep. lot of different things. Uh, number eight is DJ Moore. From Carolina Panthers, um, he's at twenty point six million. Terry's at number seven, twenty three point six seven million this year. Uh, number six is Stephon Diggs. Uh, so, real quick, one thing I want to check: his AAV for this is a twenty twenty two list by Pro Football Network. I want to say, I guess, because the signing bonus is given at signing, that that counts towards this year, even though the technical extension doesn't really start till the year after. Maybe that's why that is there. Um, Stephon Diggs, twenty-six million. He's number six. AJ Brown is number five at twenty-five million. Uh, Cooper Cup just signed his deal, twenty-six point six seven million dollars at number four. DeAndre Hopkins, Arizona, twenty-seven point two five million dollars. There's no way you can convince me that that DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins extension is going to be worth it in the long run. He's He's been around for a while. He's a good receiver, but at some point they start going downhill. I don't love that deal that Arizona did. Devontae Adams, 28.25 in Las Vegas. That's a big number for a receiver, isn't it? Huge number for a receiver. Huge. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and you know who's number one? Who's that? Tyreek Hill with the Miami Dolphins, which don't even make sense why the Miami Dolphins would have the number one highest paid wide receiver in the league at $30 million this year. <laughs> They're going all in on uh, Tua and hoping that uh, he's the one. So we'll, we'll see how it works out for them. But, I mean, I, I think that's great. If, if starting out with this new contract, Terry's the seventh um, highest paid wide receiver on a per-year basis – by next year at this time uh, in, you know, what the four or five, six more wide receiver deals that get done in that, he'll be what 15th, 16th, potentially who knows yeah. uh, where he could be. So this deal uh, it, just one year removed will look even better, um, you know, uh, than it does now. Cause right now it looks great. And I think next year it's going to look even better when we see some of the deals that happened uh, uh, with uh, the next year's crop of uh, wide receivers. So uh, I think that's great. I think that's uh, where he should be. And uh, you know, um, th this was a win all the way around for as long as we had to wait for it. I think this was uh, probably one of the best outcomes we could have had. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree with you. And, and by the time they get around to um, players like Justin Jefferson in Minnesota, Jamar Chase in Cincinnati, you know, C.D. Lamb in uh, Dallas, you're talking Terry's going to be in the 20s, <laughs> you know, in terms of uh, salary. So um, let's go back to that list real quick. Uh, you said number nine was Amari Cooper. He is tied for number nine. He's with Cleveland this year. Just yeah. think about how crazy kind of the, the fall for him was, right? He he got traded from uh, the Raiders. He goes to Dallas. Rivera offers him a $100 million contract, and then he's traded to uh, Cleveland for, I think it was like a six-round draft pick. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, you, you were saying kind of the drop-off on the DeAndre Hopkins uh, contract that may, uh, may not turn out uh, so good for Arizona. I mean, just kind of look at um, – you know, Amari Cooper and kind of how far his uh, his value, uh, at least, uh, you know, from the last couple of teams, uh, you know, he's gone from being offered a hundred million dollar contract to be traded for a six round pick to Cleveland. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, wide receivers have a very short window of uh, kind of playing life. Yeah. And, and as part of that deal, uh, you know, Cooper is still, is still getting paid that same contract with Cleveland. So, um, you know, he's got three years, 60 million left, but I mean, look, these guys aren't poor by any means, but you're right. I mean, you're in a, you're, you're only as, as valuable as you are basically hot in the NFL. Right. And as soon as you start to cool off a little bit, good luck to you. It, the next, you know, the, the next it guys one draft away from taking your spot in the NFL. That's it. Not for long. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, now that the deal is behind Terry, uh, what do you think his focus should be in the immediate future? I mean, his focus uh, should be about getting to uh, Ashburn as uh, soon as he can and getting with uh, Carson Wentz and uh, starting to uh, to throw with him. Because uh, I think as far as we know, I don't think, you know, outside of maybe a phone call or text messages, I don't know if they've uh, met in person. And uh, I definitely don't think that they've been, you know, throwing together or working on anything, um, you know, in close contact. So I think, you know, for him, that's, uh, that should be a priority is uh, get in contact with Carson Wentz as soon as possible and uh, start throwing with him and start building that rapport because, uh, you know, the faster he can do that and get that done. I mean, it's just going to help this offense um, because, you know, we've really struggled on offense and it would be great if uh, game one of the season, our offense started out clicking as opposed to we kind of fall down 14 uh, nothing to the other team. We really need to get the offense going, and Terry's going to be a big part of that and how he uh, meshes with Jahan and how he messes, uh, meshes with um, Carson. Yeah, you know what I love about Terry being in camp for training camp is we've heard so much about Jahan Dotson this offseason, right? Yeah. I am very, very interested to see if that – same type of hype continues once Terry's in the building or was that a product of not having another top tier wide receiver in the room? Curtis Samuels aside, but he's kind of a different kind of receiver. You know what I mean? Um, so really what I'm trying to say is I think it will authenticate the hype around Deshaun Dodson having Terry back in the huddle along with him. Yeah, no, I, I fully expect and hope to um, see, you know, so I, th I think at this point, no, I was just going to say, I, I fully expect to see, you know, uh, uh, of uh, OTAs and minicamp, we saw all of these Jahan Dots and highlight catches and everybody saw. I fully expect to see something similar when Terry gets there. Maybe maybe not some of those catches because Jahan had some like one-handed type uh, grabs that were kind of kind of silly. 
but uh, I, I'm fully expecting to see uh, some highlights, some big deep passes uh, with Terry. So hopefully, uh, you know, we get to see that at training camp and uh, they, uh, they, they can get things going pretty quickly on offense for those guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued in, on how they're going to use all three of these guys. We didn't get to see that at minicamp because he wasn't there, but how much are they going to move Terry around? How much are they going to move Samuel around? How much are they going to move Dotson around? Um, or is it going to be a static offense? You know, and I, I think that's been some of the concern historically for Scott Turner, but now he has all of his weapons. All the running backs are there. All the receivers are there. The tight end is still a little bit banged up as a group, but, yep. uh, you know, your primary weapons will be there. Uh, so I'm excited, man. I, I think there's a lot that we're going to learn about this offense at training camp. Absolutely. Um, so with respect to Carson Wentz and adjusting to Terry, um, you know, and then, of course, appreciation is about, what, a month and a half away? Crazy to say. We're about a month and a half away from preseason. Wow. Um, you know, given when this deal was done, uh, how late into the offseason does that change how much you want to see Wentz and Terry play together during the preseason uh no I mean uh, you know I'm of the the mindset that our starters got to play in preseason do they need to play every snap into the fourth quarter no not at all of course not uh but they need to play and I, I feel like in years past um offense defense uh in preseason they the, our guys just didn't get enough reps to get themselves ready into game shape in the game situation and we started out uh the season kind of sluggish um a lot of times because of it so i hope they get some good work you know of course we only have three preseason games now so essentially uh you know two of them are going to be ones where the starters are going to get uh, you know some type of work so hopefully they in that first one they uh they they get a bit of work and the second one you know should be i guess the the dress rehearsal game uh, on there and they they get a little bit more work so uh, I'd like to see uh, you know some uh, a good uh, good amount of work in there um, you know for for all of them uh, not just uh, Terry and Carson do you anticipate them working Terry back into the fold slowly once training camp starts or you think he'll be just kind of full go as soon as he shows up uh, I think he'll be full go. Terry's been a pretty durable player and he's not a player that shows up, you know, out of shape or anything like that. So I'm sure while he wasn't with the team, he was working out on his own. And I think he's going to come in there and uh, he'll be ready to go. You know, if this was a, uh, it was a Curtis Samuel or something. Yeah. He'd probably be on the side field. He'd get like six snaps or something like that, but uh, it's Terry. He'll, uh, he'll be out there first. He'll probably be one of the first guys in line in any drill that they do because that's uh, that's the type of player and person that Terry is. So he'll be ready to go right from the jump. I don't see them putting any kind of restriction on him. Yeah, the one thing you have to be careful about is with holdouts seem to come soft tissue injuries. Knock on wood. We're praying that doesn't happen with Terry, not wishing that on him. I just I, I want them to be smart with getting him back in. But if he's, if he's 100% in shape, because I know he's working out down in Florida, um then then by all means throw them in the mix let's get this thing revving and running uh but if you if they feel like they need to be cautious please be cautious don't let us fans pressure you into anything take your time get that man right and fold it into the offense and we'll be good to go um from a from a one more thing on the financial perspective brian um you know now that we have him under wraps for the next few years um, are we set on the receiver group? Because I think Sam was on the wrap for at least this year, next year. Dotson's under wrap for what four years? I think his rookie deal was with a fifth year option because he's a first round pick. 
Yeah. Are we pretty set in the receiver room now? Yeah, I think uh, I think we are. I think uh, I think we have enough bodies uh, there in the receiver room that if everybody you know pans out how we think they'll pan out, I think uh, we've got a really good group. I think really now it's about seeing who can actually contribute and who can stay on the field. So, hey, Curtis Samuel, Deami Brown, Dax Milne, um, you know, hey, what are you guys going to do? How are you going to fit into this uh, uh, this offense? And uh, can you uh, can they stay healthy enough? to contribute uh, in this offense. So, um, yeah, I think we've got enough bodies. I think we've got guys who do different things. We've got guys who are deep down the field. We've guys uh, got guys who are shorter routes, intermediate. We've got guys who are big kind of possession uh, type receivers with Cam Sims. We've got, uh, you know, your your smaller, quicker twitch uh, type receivers. So uh, I'm excited about this group. Uh, hopefully they can stay healthy. And because uh, if they do, I think uh, I think we should be uh, we should be pretty exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean this. This is the best possible news that could have come out, um, oh, yeah. you know, for for this organization. You know the stuff going on with the owner. We don't really touch on a lot, but you know what time it is there. Yeah. It's a good positive sign. It's a good positive thing for a great and positive dude, and Terry. Um, it's it's just the right kind of information we needed at this point in the off season. Um, forget everything else about him missing OTAs. It does not matter. He's been in the league long enough. He knows what he's doing. Same offense, different quarterback, but same offense. Um, the, the guy has gone over a thousand yards, two out of three seasons with basically hamburger helper at quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like the guy has done what he's up to. Yeah, no, you, you, you have to admire uh, the way he's been able to get production and and not say a word. I mean, if if we had some of these other receivers out here, they would be complaining every day. Uh, there would be some cryptic uh, tweet on social media. There would be something happening at a press conference. But Terry's kept his head down, produced, tried harder each season to get better at some of his deficiencies, and has done that. So uh, yeah, I'm excited for him and excited for the rest of this receiver group to get everybody in there and see how we can take advantage of Carson's uh, big arm. Absolutely. Um, and we'll talk about as the years go on in this deal, what happens in 2025, given his age and, um, you know, his potential options elsewhere. But we are not there yet. We're going to celebrate him being with our franchise. Uh, you mentioned it. Carson's big arm. What do you expect from him this year? Him being Terry this year now that he gets to play with Carson, considering that with a guy like Heineke, who gave it his all, but was just not the top tier talent. Uh, I got to add my disclaimer in there or the Heineke hives coming after me. Um, what are you expecting from uh, McLaurin this year? Statistically, I don't need specifics, but just kind of where you think he'll be with, with the addition of Carson Wentz. Oh, um, you know, I think when we did our, uh, the offensive projection uh, pod, uh, I had Terry at 1,200 yards, like nine touchdowns, uh, maybe 10 touchdowns. I, I don't remember. But I think it's going to be a big season. I think he's going to have a lot more yards and a lot more touchdowns. In particular, I'm basing that on one, you know, Terry's, you know, hopefully is the number one option, right? They're looking at him, you know, early and often. But I think his usage, I think now with dots in there who can run some of the shorter routes, can run some intermediate um, we've got Diami, we've got Dax Milne, Cam Sims, whoever else is uh, going to be on the roster. Uh, we forget Terry's rookie year. He was utilized more deep down the field. 
um, intermediate routes, uh, but yes. really kind of that deep down the field, um, you know, was where he excels. But we just haven't seen it uh, these last two years because we haven't had anybody who could get it to him deep down the field. So we've seen him, you know, on these little five yard crossing routes and things like that. So uh, I think uh, I think you're going to see more of that, and, and that's going to lead to some more touchdowns and some, uh, you know, absolutely more yards uh, for him. So 1,200 yards, probably about nine, ten touchdowns, I think, is uh, where he's going to be. What you just said is exactly why I'm so excited about this. We're harkening back to when Case Keenum was heaving the ball down the field to Terry McLaurin. We're not yeah. talking about John Elway, right? We're reminiscing about Case Keenum throwing the ball down the field. Guys, think about this, about how prolific this can be for Terry. We may finally get to see the best version of Terry yet because yeah. of the fact that we have a professional quarterback in the quarterback room this year. And, and it goes beyond the field, too. You know, one of the things I hate most is buying jerseys for this team because players never stay long enough for me to wear that jersey twice. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm going to invest $150 to get a jersey, and that player is going to be gone next year. No way. No. Now you have a player that is a, a one of our most popular jerseys that you can feel good about putting in your closet because he's here through at least 2025, man. That That is awesome. No, uh, I think uh, I think you're right. Uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, the best opportunity for everybody on that offense. Um, anybody, it doesn't matter if it's wide receiver, the running backs, like everybody should get an opportunity for, you know, this op uh, this offense to function the right way. I mean, too often we've seen, you know, throws late, throws short. And it just messes up everybody, it, you know, whether it's the receiver, the offensive lineman, the running backs, like, you know, we just were never on time. We could never kind of see everything in sync. So I think this is, a, you know, having Carson here who's who, who knows how to run NFL offenses, who has the arm, who has the ability to make all of the throws. I think it's, it's going to help everybody on the offense. And hopefully it allows Scott Turner to be a little bit more creative than you know, what we've seen in the past two seasons because he does have somebody who can make some of those throws. Yeah, listen, man, I don't want to see any of this three receivers in the same place when that ball is thrown. I want everything creatively Scott Turner's got to throw at this team. Um, you know, you got some good receivers. Use them. Make the most of them. This is this is great news for us. Uh, Brian, any final thoughts on the Terry McLaurin and McLaurin? And listen to me. McLaurin uh extension uh just just relief i'm glad that it's done and now it's it's one less headache one less issue to worry about and now it's just football we've got our guys in uh house um you know we're, we're still waiting on a couple of guys who are injured um and you know we, we i'm sure we'll talk about them later but uh now it's 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 about you know getting the team on the field and training camp and seeing what they can do so I'm excited. I'm happy that it's done. Now let's uh, let's go have a season. Absolutely. And for me, uh, the deal is great for both parties. Uh, and again, most importantly, it keeps us uh, somewhat flexible going into the future. Uh, and I'm really, really curious to see when the full numbers come out in terms of the year-by-year -year breakdown of salary cap impact and things like that um to see what, what what goes on there and if it were up to me uh as a fan of the team obviously you'd want this to be a six-year deal 
So you could completely put it to bed, but I'll take the three. I'll take yeah. the 71 and I'll take Terry McLaurin, you know, in our, you know, in our uniform as opposed to somebody else's. And uh, so yeah. we all win today. We all win today. So commanders fans, this is a day for you. It's a great time to be a fan because it seems like we finally got this thing figured out with re-signing our own draft picks. Um, you know, and we'll see what happens with Deron Payne, but this is Terry McLaurin's podcast. All right. You got to wait, Mr. Payne. So, um, yeah. <laughs> what, uh, so what, Terry's deal's done now. And I think we still have about, I think we still have $10 million in uh, cap space or maybe $9 million in cap space. Do you see the team making some other uh, additional signings? Uh, and I'm not talking about anybody big or anything like that. It could be an extra linebacker, could be another defensive tackle or secondary person, you know, something small. Uh, but uh, now that the, the big contract negotiation is done, you, you see the team kind of doing anything like that moving forward here, um, you know, maybe even into training camp? Yeah, I, I think the team's going to sign a linebacker at some point. Again, it may not be a starter, but they will sign someone. You know, the, the thing about it is I think they're going to wait until guys get cut from other rosters, right, uh, and then pick up one of those kinds of guys. I don't think they're going to go blow $10 million on one dude, you know, right <laughs> away. Um, but I think there's more moves to come. And I, I'm, it's either going to be at the linebacker position, corner depth, or uh, safety depth. One of those three positions, I think they're going to see some additional signings. Gotcha. Sure. Yeah. All right, Brian. Hey, uh, you know what? I'll let you go finish celebrating the Terry McLaurin deal uh, with your sparkling grape juice. And, and uh, I'm going to celebrate with my water and and everything else. But, uh, you know, shout out to Terry McLaurin. Shout out to his agent. What's his agent's name? Buddy Baker. Buddy Baker. Exclusive uh, exclusive sports, yeah. I think, uh, is his name. So, um, yeah, that's a uh, that's a big deal for uh, for those guys um, uh, getting that uh, deal done because Terry is, uh, um, you know, we, we we know he's not in that top tier receiver, but uh, he's certainly uh, right below them and uh, one of the best. So that was a was a big contract for uh, for his agent and for that group. Yep, Terry's coming back to FedEx, y'all, for the next several years. So, all right, shout out to everybody listening. If you made it this far and you haven't yet subscribed. Find that button, click it, fall in love with the podcast because we can't wait to bring you more content just like this. Um, Brian, man, I want you to have a great evening. Eric, feel better soon, man. We're thinking about you as are yeah, all here. of our listeners. They miss your humor. Anyway. Yes, sir. All right, we are out of here. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Take care. Oh, wait, real quick. Shout out to all, our, all of our overseas listeners. You guys are awesome, too. We see how many countries actually tune into this podcast. Um, and we appreciate all you guys um, checking us out from wherever you are around the world, man. Hopefully you are safe and in a good spot. Thoughts and prayers with everybody. Now we are officially out of here. We gone.